0: Hello friend. Welcome to Almost Cancelled Everyone. I'm Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Mr. Robot season 3, episode 5. It's called EPS 3.4 underscore runtime error. Dot R00. But I just it threw me that there was numbers in the, the fail name. I wasn't expecting it. Uh, so yeah, so full spoilers for the episode, as always. Um let's talk about this. I'm excited to talk about this episode. Much more excited to talk about this than either of the two Star Wars news stories that just dropped on the world.
1: I'm equally excited for
0: all three. Nah,
1: Mr. Robot's more important. So, to be fair, Mr. Robot is here now. So, sure. Mm, mm, yeah,
0: uh, and <laughs> unfortunately, it won't be here always. Unlike Star <laughs> Wars. Uh, so. I'm cracking jokes just because Connor was complaining that I was being negative about Star Wars news before we started, so I'm just I'm rubbing it in a little bit on the show. But we're going to talk about this, Mr. Robot, which was obviously a notable episode in that it wasn't shot in one take, but it is pieced together in such a way that it gives the impression that the entire episode is one continuous shot. Obviously, there's some tricks in there, here or there, to separate it up. Um, some of which you can kind of guess as you're watching, just because, ah, if there's a quick pan or... You know, it goes into like that really dark sort of plain yeah, area. Yeah, there's a, split a few second. like you
1: know where it goes on to just a, a computer screen, which you know there's like okay, well that's not doing anything there at the moment. It's just a you know text. Yeah. It's like oh yeah, okay, all right, you know, cut there.
0: Yeah, uh, certainly you know they've cut at some point when we were going between various locations, even though it's all one building. Obviously, it's not a real building in the sense that we have all these things in the right places. So. Yeah. Uh, very interesting very inventive I actually th- kind of think of it as a weird sequel to last year's episode where Angela went on the little heist
1: it kind of is yeah there were, there were points where I was getting that as well
0: yeah and it was kind of like oh he did it for a scene that was like you know 13 minutes or whatever it was last season he's like this year whole episode yeah
1: uh, I love that the whole it's, it's all real time like you know everything's yeah, just followed second by second uh, yeah, it plays it's, it's
0: basically Mr. Robot 24 style um, and at, at one point, uh, when we actually got to Angela's section of the episode, I actually wrote down uh, haste to electric boogaloo because <laughs> uh, that's what was going through my head at the time. Yes,
1: I, I, I love uh, you know, For as, as seamless as this episode is, it's still distinctly an episode of two halves, which I think is quite impressive that you you managed to do that while still you know being one one shot, so to speak. I don't think it's that
0: hard because it's actually really simple how they do it. It's just it switches characters.
1: It is, yeah.
0: Is that simple? They just switch characters, and therefore you feel, uh, you feel like it's two halves. Actually, because for a long time during Angela's section, I was thinking it would be back to Ellie at some point, and she would have the middle chunk. But no, it was very much halfway down the middle, yeah. and her, her half is the entire half of the episode. So, um, yeah. So without further ado, we'll we'll crack into this. Uh, so. We actually start on black, we hear some sound first. In fact, even the uh, the opening title, you know, yeah, USA Network presents anonymous content, that's just on black. And I like the idea, so now we want to get that out of the way before the continuous scene takes place. We want to just get that done.
1: And obviously, yeah, this obviously aired, that's usually a big statement, yeah. that
0: title. And it aired without ads as well, by the way, because they didn't want to interrupt us. Which, I just think, I think it shows how much this show, like, the ratings don't really matter that much to USA Network. It's all about the crit- critical praise
1: Right, I think it tells you a lot because it's like, okay, we're, we're sacrificing ad money on this episode just because, you know, you know to have that, that little darling.
0: Yeah, the, the, the idea that Sam Esmiel went went to his bosses or the executives or whatever and said, hey, I've got this idea for a continuous take episode, but if you put ads in the middle, it's
1: going to ruin it. So, let me do it." <laughs> and they went, yeah, there you go. I mean, you, you got to give them credit because uh, I think the the temptation will be there on what is undoubtedly their highest profile show to go <laughs> no yeah. we want that ad money
0: no i get it and i think that shows that it's not about i mean obviously they like the ad money but i i think it shows that mr robot i mean i don't think he'd ever get away with doing this for a whole season or anything like no, that but, but it's
1: kind of gone above that yeah. it's not just about the ad money it's about what it's done for their reputation
0: yeah, I think that's why I think that's why Season 4 is guaranteed, even though they're not greenlit it yet. It's why, because Season 2 didn't do as well as Season 1 did, numbers-wise. It wasn't like it suddenly started shooting up, you know, Breaking Bad style, where it kept growing every year. It, but it, it, the praise it's getting, the, the conversation it's getting on social media, I feel like that's what they hear about with this show.
1: I, th- I think it makes people more inclined to try other content from USA Network. I mean, I, I know we've done this before, yeah. where it's like, well, we don't really care about USA Network, but... But then they gave us Mr. Robot, so... M- maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they could tell us the another thing. It's not even like the stuff that they've had since has been outright bad either. Like, Yeah, we didn't like the cinema enough to keep watching it, but it's certainly, they were certainly trying. It wasn't like it was just this
1: vapid no, little man, show. Uh, a lot of people did like it a
0: lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. people love it. I mean, our, our episode one review of that is still doing numbers somehow. I don't know why, but it is. So, you yeah. know, yeah, knock yourself out. Um. Speaking of, so is the Orville episode one, which I feel like we get, we're getting a lot of dislikes in that video because we didn't like that episode at all. But obviously people who are still looking for it are people who are fans of the show. So we're just getting all these fans who are coming in, hearing me call it shit and then hitting dislike and leaving, which I think is pretty funny. But
1: Yeah, you, you were pretty upfront with that one.
0: Yeah, I think I said it was shit before I gave a single actual criticism. I just opened with, this is shit, and then explained uh, my opinion. I, I,
1: I, don't, I don't remember the exact wording, but I feel like you saying this is shit is actually mild than compared to what you said.
0: Um, I don't know. Maybe I can't remember the exact phrasing, but, no. uh, yeah. Anyway, so we're in the elevator. We're on Elliot, and there's a, there's a guy who speaks in German to him. Um, uh, I, I did see some different translations of this. How there was multiple, I'm not sure. But why people were confused as to what exactly it was. To, it was. It was along the lines of uh, the beginning, is... or we're just at the beginning, and it's difficult. But the beginning is the beginning, or something to that effect. It was a kind of cryptic and, uh, okay. you know, I'm not sure what to read into that specifically. Does uh, this effect that happens during Elliot's half of the episode in the audio? There's like a sort of crackling, distorted. I like that
1: how at first it's kind of really subtle. You just kind of you kind of catch it, mm. and then you know once he addresses it, it's suddenly a lot louder.
0: Yeah, it it comes in this first time. It's just kind of here to introduce it. Later on, though, it, it seems to come in at very notable points after something has been said or something else has happened or or whatever. Yeah. Um. And so you know we're we around. The, you know it's a fancy elevator. It's got a little TV in the front of the elevator with the news playing. Uh, and we see that this is the day of the UN vote, which also means it's the day of phase two. I mean, you know, all this is going down. Yeah. And you've got the so you got the news on, and they're talking about oh, they're, they're voting today. This is all happening, and I think the music as well. And this is this goes true for to be honest, like ninety percent of this episode, the music is very tech, 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 tech. tech. So it's all very countdown.
1: This uh, in in this scene in particular, it's an actual count. Because, you know, this yeah. is the one that's going, like, one, two, three, four. And yeah, then, you, a, then it goes up to, like, six, then eight. There's a, there's
0: a singing voice at the start, you're right. But then, yeah. uh, as it goes on, there's like there's stuff that actually sounds like a clock ticking, and then there's stuff that's more more y but it's still very much a, a constant beat. It's like, boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. But, you know, just constantly, constantly. This idea of continuous, which, you know, obviously adds to the fact that the shot is continuous. It gives you this, this feeling of uh, everything being hectic and uh, flowing. His phone is ring in his pocket. He's not really answering it, and that's when you hear Angela's voice, and you're like, "Oh, Angela's in the elevator." Because we're not seeing her; she's she's off to yeah, the other it's, side it's of him. Just,
1: she's been behind the camera, basically. Yeah.
0: and I also I like the touch that he answers the phone. You see the back of Angela's head for a little bit, but you don't see her yet. You don't see her face yet. And he answers the phone, and it's Darlene, and she's like, hey, I've got something I need to tell you. Get me down the lobby in ten minutes. And I actually, as I realised, like, oh yeah, this episode must be uh, real-time, because it's all one shot, I thought, I- I'm going to time this. Does it actually go down ten minutes? I'm curious. Like, is it actually ten minutes from now? Uh, which it wasn't, because he kinda just ends up down there, by happenstance.
1: And, and to be fair, he forgets about
0: it. Oh, he does, and she's even like, hey, you asshole, took you a long time. Yeah. Uh, not when she not when he gets down there, when he's When she's on the phone the second time, she's like, hey, hurry up, get down here, I'm stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so but the time you see Angela's face, when it reveals her face, when the camera actually pans over to her, it's exactly when Darlene's telling him that he needs to see her, and it goes over to her, and it's like she's listening, she's concerned, she's spying on him. It's very in her face, it's very, almost uncomfortably so in her yeah, face. And
1: as soon as he puts the phone down, she's like, oh, you know, what was that? Anything important?
0: Hmm, yeah.
1: It's just, just, just a little prodding.
0: Very, very suspicious and of course as he's getting off the elevator she's like hey we should have lunch there." not that we're getting to lunch in this episode
1: not even close <laughs>
0: no. oh it's interesting actually i'm just thinking about it now yeah that 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 one from last season had a conversation about lunch and it as well I, I, I don't think that's necessarily intentional but i'm just a little correlation Ma- maybe them.
1: this was actually just supposed to be a little callback it it may have been, like,
0: yeah. hey you remember that heist yeah, it's it may coming it, it may have been um Actually, the, the distortion came in again, I've, I've I've written it down next to it, uh, after uh, we see Angela's there, when she's watching.
1: Yeah, we, again, it's, you know, we, we are talking about what the point of the distortion is, he kind of, because he kind of gets into it and addresses it, uh, you know, the idea of this corrupted memory, so it's the idea of like, okay, Angela, there's something about Angela. Yeah, he can't remember,
0: obviously, what we're talking about is uh, when he woke up after Dullian followed, and he was there with Angela and Tyrell, and he yeah. came back to Elliot. He can't remember that. He's 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 lost. He's lost memory of the entire weekend as he's about to tell us. Yeah. Um, what was funny actually, when I heard the distortion a couple of times, it's sounded more more like crackling. I was like, "Is there a lodge spirit in the vicinity? What's happening?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I can see. It. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, it's funny actually breaking this episode down into sections like I normally do is a little bit more difficult when it's all one shot because I'm like, okay, where's yeah, my breaking there points? There
1: there isn't any, is there? You kind of go when he when he leaves a room.
0: Yeah, it's obviously when they switch characters that's a really easy one, but a lot of the rest of them it's basically just okay. He's into the stairs now. He's off from the away from the office, sorry, that's a new section. So we'll just split there. Yeah. But um, so he's in the office. He, he's telling us. He's telling the viewer about how he can't remember the weekend. Um, and, he, you know, throughout the scene, he tries to recall things. He's like, oh, I was doing, oh, yeah, that's right. I was doing my, I was practicing my pitch. I was going to see the executive. Oh, no, wait, that was last week.
1: Yeah, I already oh, had that meeting.
0: Yeah, I already had that meeting. And, um, yeah, he, t- he tells us about Corrupted Memory, uh, where the title of the, sh- the episode comes from, a uh, real-time error, uh, you know, which I have experienced in my time. So it's just never pleasant. Yeah. Never pleasant. Um, and the douchebag who's sitting next to him, uh, basically starts his, his usual thing where he's like, oh, I got some serious, you know, poon this weekend, or whatever he says, it's something like that. Uh, super, super, I don't super, think
1: anyone says that anymore.
0: Yeah, probably not, but something sleazy to, to that effect. And Elliot turns out and says, hey, when people actually talk about this, and that usually means they're insecure or they're full of shame, which one do you think it is? And then he gets all kind of awkward As was like, uh, well, Elliot, uh and he's like, oh, shit, that was for you, meaning us, the viewer. John,
1: I love his... Uh... Because it it it, it, it kind of tries to trick us by, we're hearing him say that, but you don't see his mouth move. Hmm. But the audio is still, you know, it's in the room, you know, because you know it has a separate audio sound for when he's talking to us. Oh yeah, yeah and the, I, the room tone has gone, and it's. That's why I
0: don't think it was trying to trick us. I don't. I don't feel like I ever, even for a no, second, I thought. I, I,
1: that, that's the thing, yeah. but I think it, it was like they they didn't apply the audio effects, so if if you're paying attention, you know, but they didn't show his mouth moving either. So it, it looked like he was... If you just look at the scene, it looks like he is talking to us.
0: Yeah. And he's not even listening to this, because this guy, he's like, oh, well, F you, Elliot, and blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, oh, no, I shouldn't... I'm sorry, man, I, I, I do this to... I, I,
1: I love how, like, at this point, Elliot's like, oh... Was, was this an accidental stroke of genius? Oh, I just got rid of
0: this dick. <laughs> and then he keeps talking. He's like, a oh, no, false alarm." And then he keeps talking. He's, he started apologising. He's actually trying to be honest about himself. And Elliot just sort of zones him out, and we stop hearing him as well. We we're just like in his <laughs> yeah, head. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: the, the last bit I remember hearing is him saying, "You know, he's, he's only really been laid twice. Well, one and a half times." Uh, first, it was a really classy escort. The first one, yeah, yeah, really
0: classy escort. Um, and this is all going on. Um, Samara, is that his name? I wrote down his name, but I can't read my writing <laughs> the dish bag. not really matters. But
1: it, it sounds vaguely right.
0: Sarama, Samara, something like that. Um, but anyway, so his account's locked. He can't get into his computer. And obviously, we know he's getting fired, right? Because we, that was set up with Angela before. And what I thought was. no, I didn't actually clock this myself. I've seen this online, this particular point. But I thought it's too good not to bring up. Uh, Hasn't when he phones the uh, the IT or the you know the account recovery for the building, he's like, yeah. "Hey, I've been locked out of my account. Can you reset my password?" And she's asked for his employee ID number. Yes. That ID number
1: I've
0: got it on the next page.
1: <laughs> oh, we're on the next page already. No, no, we're not on the next page
0: already. This this was a note that I just happened to take down at the top of the next page because I had space there. <laughs> um, so. Oh no! Wait, it's not the next page. on huh? So on the third
1: page,
0: this is this is shambolic. Oh, it's on the, th- so, on the th- so. Apologies, on the third page. I'm 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 missing my pages. Uh, anyway, uh, so so the number that his employee number that he gives is 072391. Now that probably doesn't mean anything to you on its own.
1: No. Look, look at you thinking. I'm you're on, actually. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking of it as a date. As a date. So so, twenty third of July ninety one.
0: Yes. Do you have does that ring any bells? Twenty third of July nineteen ninety one.
1: Not off the top of my head, I'll be honest.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't have got this either. But it's actually kind of related to alternate realities. Go on. That is the day, and this is where the name of this comes from, that is the day where thousands of people truly believe that Nelson Mandela died. Oh. That is the day they think he died in prison, even though he didn't clearly <laughs> um, but thousands of people that, that's why we have to name the mandela effect when everyone remembers yeah. something uh, even though it's wrong the, the, the bernstein bears is the, the the famous example that happened recently um but like i think that's interesting i mean it may just be an easter egg but given that we've been talking about alternate realities and that, that's kind of
1: almost but, uh, but, yeah but the uh, also the, the mandela effect has come up in this show before as well It has. um project Ber- bernstein Aye, the uh, bernstein bears that's what i just said <laughs> oh right okay i'll be honest had some tech issues there all right okay did all of that yeah
0: the bernstein bears like uh so everyone's convinced it was spelled some way and it's actually spelled the other way
1: yeah yeah bernstein but but obviously that's a thing in this show as well like project bernstein i know
0: Uh, that's that's where it comes from that's why that's why they used it i think
1: yeah 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 that's what i was saying but i think they've used both i think they've said it both ways in this show
0: yeah, uh, so no, I, I just I thought that was a really interesting catch, uh, which you know it, it's funny it's, it's funny because whenever we take notes for this, especially when we did it for Twin Peaks, we were always paying attention to numbers, and I just kind of like didn't even pay attention to his you know employee number because like eight digits or whatever. Yeah. What could that. I mean, yeah, but you know, yeah, sure yeah. enough,
1: there's like I wrote down some like times and stuff in this episode. Like uh, I was there because uh, it were very specific numbers, but I didn't get that one.
0: Yeah, I, oh, I've got no times actually. That's a very good. Uh, I've, got, I've got one coming up. Um, so his account's locked, and he uh, he's like, "Hey, buddy, uh, I've been locked out. Can I use your computer?" Because he's he's like, "Okay, I need to see what's happening. I need to see is my system in place? Is my blockade for the phase two stuff still in place?" And he checks it, and it's still there, but. They did try to access it. They tried to do their plan, which is why he thinks they're going to try another way.
1: And they tried at 6.07am.
0: There you go, there's your time. And he's like, crap, I need to like you know go to the server and stuff and fix this. I need, I need to make sure they can't do this. Uh, but of course, it's right around now where uh, the uh, HR and security are making their way into the, into the hall. They're over at the corner and Elliot's like, shit, they're not resetting my password. I'm the one being fired. I have to move. Um, I have to get this done before they get me out of the building, because once I'm out of the building, I can't get back in. Uh, yeah. Basically, is the, is the thing. And it kind of sets up this, this constant tension, because I actually wrote down, in all caps, TENSION BEGINS, because this is kind of the start of the ticking clock proper, because now yeah. he's on a time limit. Now he's like he has to get this done. I um, also, a couple of things I love. I loved it up until this point. He has been avoiding us. Yeah, and not, not avoiding us in terms of talking, but he's been avoiding looking at us. Like, the audience, the the entire time. And there's a moment here where the camera goes completely bird's eye. It's completely above him. He's down on his knees, like, grabbing his stuff. And then he looks right up at us and says, don't leave me. And that's when the camera starts to move very quickly and we get the title of the the show. But... uh very, very sort of big moment uh and i like that the dish bag actually helps him it's like ah, oh, okay like maybe you're slightly redeeming
1: yourself here I, a little I, bit I, I, elliot got some respect for him as well because you know he mentions just like you no know, what he just did that was hard that took a lot for him to do you know kind of you know, be that open face to face yeah that's true so yeah, he, he was he, he's still a dick but he wasn't quite that bad
0: he's insecure he's just an insecure person that's all, that's all he is <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> So he's on the move, he runs into the exec that he spoke to before who accepted his things, but he quickly makes an excuse, runs into the stairs. Um, he's very agitated, he tries to, you know, he's on his phone again, he's trying to get things done. Um, and he, I'm noted down that he is uh, especially agitated because at one point he's talking to us and he's like, he's, he incorrectly he says me and he goes, no, wait, him. Like, like, you know what I mean? And he gets kind of annoyed as he's talking to us. He kind yeah, of like Yeah, he's,
1: he's talking about, yeah, uh, Darlene following him yeah. slash him,
0: and it's uh yeah yeah you know what I effing mean. He gets very agitated as he's talking to us. Yeah. Uh, so you you know he's like, things feel like they're crumbling. He, he, like, like I say, the whole thing is on a time limit. Very tense. Very. Yeah,
1: yeah. Countdown. It, this whole thing now is last ditch. He knows today's the day. This is where it all what it all comes down to. Everything he's been trying to do for the last you know six weeks or whatever it was. We we worked out last episode.
0: Yeah yeah absolutely. So. He gets into the floor above the. Uh, that's the other office floor, and he needs a workstation. Uh, so he's, he lo- he looks over. He's looking around. Like, okay, everything's very busy because it's Monday morning. Everyone's at work. All the conference rooms have been booked. Yeah, I,
1: I, I I love the moment here as well, where he's you know he's analyzing everything. Kind of slows down. I say I you know because it's it's one of the few times it kind of breaks the the real time. Yeah,
0: exactly. Goes slow motion. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it goes slow motion, and he's like going, right. Okay, I need a blank look. Looks sad. Be, be, be defeated, it's a Monday morning.
0: Um, so he he basically targets he's like oh, old lady, she, she'll be bad with computers, I'll go and give her some stupid excuse to get her off her computer. I'll sit, say I'm from the IT department and I'll, you know, he says something about, oh, you've been accessing your computer from home and you know, uh, viruses and whatnot. And he picked the wrong person because she hits back with oh, that's not possible, I installed a Blah, blah blah blah, and she just fl- yeah, throws back yeah, all this jargon. All, all,
1: all these antiviruses, all these things are a whitelist. Only these things are whitelisted. You know, I, yeah. I, I I've got total control over. I've this.
0: got I've got stage two firewall protection or some bollocks. Like the point is, it's just and I love there's a moment where he sort of looks at the camera and just kind of rolls his eyes he's like oh, I may have picked the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might have picked. The wrong. And I actually I wrote down. I mean, this seem, this seemingly doesn't feel that important, but I do think there's a case to be made that it, there is kind of intenting that his his judgment right now is not at its best
1: yeah his intuitions off cuz yeah. we we've seen you know back to go back to the very first episode of the show that, that you know the the opening of him taking down the, the, the guy with the, the online server with all the, the, the kid pictures and stuff it was mm. all all of this was on intuition and things you know just cuz he had a feeling about the wifi in this place it was all based on just, just what he thought mm. and this this is the first time we've really seen it be like oh no no that was just wrong
0: yeah, he completely got that wrong, uh, and then he's like, and she's like, "Oh, no, I, I bet I know who's who's the culprit here. This idiot over here." And she uh, leads uh, him, Fred. Yeah, she leads him over, and again, I like that people keep leading them around, like the camera. Not only are we being led around the camera, but there's also occasionally people leading him around. Yeah, it
1: keeps it keeps it interesting. So yeah. it's not just you know. Walking from one side of the room to the other because usually you yeah. cut around these things.
0: Yeah, because because here it's hard leading them in down the lobby later. The security leads them out. Like, there's a lot of other things that you always feel like you're on a string being pulled around, kind of idea. And even he
1: feels like that at times. Uh, so no, yeah, it's it's a, a lack of control, you know, isn't it? It's it's the idea that you know he's always escorted. He's never alone. He's never talking to us. He's just on uh, uh, um, uh, in for the ride. This episode.
0: Yeah, so he uh, he gets on this computer, this guy's computer, uh, who's very hostile at first, but Elliot like, just gets angry and tells him to piss off, basically. <laughs> yeah. And he goes on, he finds out, okay, this is what we're doing, this is what I need to do. He knows he needs to get to floor number 23. He needs to get to the server, and he has to do something to it. Don't ask me to explain what it is, because technobabble techno uh, that I don't completely understand. Something
1: about D- DM- DMS?
0: DMS, that, that's, that, yeah, HMS, I think you're saying. HMS. HMS uh but yeah he needs to get to there and do something so they can't do their phase two plan that's yeah. that's the as that the, the shot. Uh,
1: also this is another one was, you know we've be talking about the, the political setting of of where the show is right now mm. all over this office especially on this computer here the bigger bernie forever stickers mm.
0: yeah uh so he then starts to move because the security and hr are kind of snipping around and he actually dives into a conference room that's got a got a current meeting in there there's, there's a whole you know table full of executives and he just sits down and he's like oh i'm finishing an email i'll be with you in a minute and he just kind of like plays the scene out but the entire time we see that the hr person and security are behind them because they're behind just the a glass uh, it's one of those things ball. that
1: we can see he can't because he doesn't want to risk looking around too often
0: yeah uh, so he, he's there, and he's basically just trying to stall time. He's like, oh, I think I've got this room. Oh, let me check my uh, schedule. He oh, is a, a
1: bullshit master in this scene. Uh,
0: I've got the wrong floor. Oh, dear. Well, he's a master to a point. Eventually, when he gets up to leave after he's done all this, he sees that they're still there, and he sits back down. And this is when it starts to feel like, oh, no. Uh, because again go back to the idea that he's on his last straw like he can handle things up until a point but then there's a moment where it's oh no he's in overtime now he's on borrowed time and this isn't working anymore
1: i love that he, but then but he kind of just pulls something out of his ass anyway doesn't he like you know he comes out with yeah yeah. Like, look, i've been where you are right? i know what it's like like you know all these little distractions and you just want to get to the point and he just comes out with this you know you know 40 second speech to this guy like of kind kill time what? go
0: yeah, but before that 40-second speech, he sits down really awkwardly and kind of flips the donut. That, that,
1: no, that that bit's awkward, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I feel like, yeah, sure, he kind of holds it after that, but I feel like he showed his hand. He showed that he's kind of killing time almost.
1: No, I agree. I think, I think it, like you say, it's it's that moment where he stalls, but he doesn't know what he's doing, and then he kind of go. It's, you know, that last-ditch effort. He's like, just pull something out of nowhere. It's like, this'll do. This'll get me over the line.
0: Yeah. Um... Actually, I wrote down uh, next to this: he's a known anomaly in the room. He's not supposed to be there, and obviously that's all. I mean, that's an obvious statement to make. But I, what I mean is, in terms of representing everything else, like he's not really meant to be involved in anything that he actually is involved with. Even since the start of the show, he's always hacking and hacking into places he's not meant to be there. Uh, but here, it's a lot more obvious. I, I was kind of looking at this episode in a, in a weird way as a, a physical human representation of hacking. Him trying to go around and get into the right places, and
1: yeah, I mean, we got a bit of that. I think it was season, was it, was it season one where he was going in? uh I think it must have been, yeah, because it was with Tyrell, you know, where he, he hacks uh, Steel Mountain. Yeah, the, the plant. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it was all about hacking the people. That that whole episode was about that.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I mean, no, that's different. <laughs> that, that's using it as a metaphor for what he's doing to people. What I'm saying is here is that the building represents the computer and he's inside the computer trying to find his oh, way I'm, to the I'm right thing. You. I'm like, with you now. Yeah, it's a different metaphor.
1: I'm, I'm with you now, I got you.
0: Uh, it, was just, it was just the way he was, he's kind of trying to find his place, and that's not quite working, so he has to go down a different different route. I don't know, maybe I'm thinking about it too much, but I was kind of getting that feel as well. That's it, that's not my prevailing feel about this episode. I'll get to that in a couple of minutes, because I've, got, I've got, got ideas. But, uh, so yeah, so he... Then there's more crackling noise uh, before he leaves the scene, and we get back out to the elevator. He actually gets spotted though. The uh, the yeah, head charm security. Yeah, they're running after him, and yeah, I know he's down here. Like, uh, so I think the episode. Uh, this is kind of what I was thinking during the elevator, before, just as Mister Robot was kind of showing up. Kind of. We'll talk about whether or not he's actually there in a second. But um, kind of how th- I feel like this episode's kind of like trying to encapsulate the whole show and kind of Elliot's story as a whole. And, and mm. just if you think about the 1% at the top are trying to push them down and out of the building. At the bottom of the building, we have this riot of angry people, you know, the the, the poor people, for lack of a better term. Yeah you know, try to fight back and F Society and all that. But he's this thing that's sort of trying to sneak around in the system and affect things. I don't know, I was getting a lot of things where it felt like, no, it's kind of encapsulating his entire story. And then I think it's interesting that it flips to Angela because she was not really part of that to begin with and then she became part of it. And she's now like a big sort of element in all that plan. So I don't know, I was yeah. I was seeing the episode kind of representing the, the just kind of like a summation of the entire show so far, but just through a sort of a, a metaphor of, all the shen- shenanigans that go on
1: no i agree uh, and and i think it, it's the idea of showing us just how far this has pushed elliot like you know because at the start he was it's kind of like yeah okay i need to do something but you know he's at the start of the journey whereas here he's right at the end he's desperate uh like you know we keep talking about how he's you know on his last straw here really me when he goes the elevator he hits the button like eight times you know mm. he knows that only you know you only have to press it once hitting it more times isn't going to help it's not going to make it come any faster but it's that desperation of just i've got to try it i've got to do anything
0: and talk about being desperate he then is like you know i kind of wish i knew what mr robot would do in this situation because he's kind of the one who gets gets out of yeah these jams. he even
1: says i oh, did did i create him to to help me in situations like this
0: yeah and he does show up but like even elliot I mean, Elliot. He doesn't even question. He actually is pretty sure that it wasn't really Mister Robot. This was just him imagining Mister Robot, which is a really confusing thing to start thinking about. Like, when is Mister Robot actually there, and when is Elliot just pretending that Mister Robot's there?
1: <laughs> I, I get yeah. I think in this scene, it plays. Uh, I'm I'm of the assumption that Elliot is right and that he's not really there. Uh,
0: no, I I think he probably is as well. But th- then you get into this question: if he did just create him in the first place, then
1: where's the line drawn in a weird way? Like. I, I think the line is when he has control or not because you know, he's th- this here is he's running a scenario he's running a, a problem solving scenario of going okay what if? What would this person do? What would this person say? Oh
0: sure but what about season 1 when he was always there at the same time and they, they flip flopped in the
1: same scene? Right but Elliot didn't have any control over what Mr. Robot said whereas here everything Mr. Robot's saying he's going no this is what Mr. Robot would say he's actively mm. thinking about it so he's ah, choosing okay. to project that
0: Okay. Uh, so he basically, he gets, the, the, it brings up enough points where he's like, oh, that's what I need to do. Like, I should stop worrying about the computers and start worrying about getting the building evacuated because he knows the building's going to get blown up. So he calls, it's actually not until he gets outside at the bottom, but he calls and is like, hey, dear, this is going to happen, your server's going to melt and it's going to cause a, a serious thing and the woman's just confused. So he eventually just, you know, simplifies it to, there's a bomb in the building <laughs> deal with yeah. it. Uh, very, very simple. Um, so yeah, we also worth mentioning. Every time we're in the elevator, we we again see the UN vote is happening. Like we see it's yeah, building we get up a
1: bit of every time.
0: Yeah, again, the idea that things are ticking over, things are continually moving, uh, all that kind of stuff. So he gets outside. Uh, security leads him outside. He makes that phone call that we mentioned, and then Darlene's there. Darlene, and you know, I love that there's a crowd behind them chanting the entire time. It just gives it this really weird, uh, uh, frenetic kind of atmosphere, especially since it has all been one shot. You know, and and you know, and and uh in, what's the word I'm looking for, in, in, not in theory, in, in essence, maybe, maybe that works, I don't know, uh, not in practice, but in, in idea, it is a simulation of a single take, uh, <laughs> I, I just, I, 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 I cornered myself in a sentence that I didn't really need to, but there we go, yeah. yeah. Uh, so she she actually just opens up with I'm working with the FBI and the crackling immediately comes in
1: yeah and the crowd goes away
0: yeah the crackling comes in uh, and she basically explains and he's asking questions in fact at first she doesn't even hear her Like as soon as she says it the crackling comes in and she drowns out for like a few sentences and then he sort of like it starts to fade back in and he starts talking to her properly and he's like oh this has been going on since Cisco you, that's why you hacked me that's all, all this um and she's trying to explain that she made a deal for them and we kind of know that it's not for them we know that's kind of a lie but this kind of goes back to the last episode when she said to dom like i've got an angle that i want to play but i need to do it on my own and part of me wonders like is it really an angle to solve the, the way dom wants or is she using this as an opportunity because we know that if she tells elliot that that's like the, the deal done like that was kind of they even made a point of showing it in the uh the previously on yeah so like is this ge- is is this a ruse to achieve what Dom wants, or is this more genuine? And she's using this this opportunity to actually tell him because she wants to.
1: That's it, isn't it? I, and I honestly don't know. I, I want to believe the latter mm-hmm. because you know you you want it to be sincere, but but maybe this is a last ditch effort because you know she she wants this to be stopped, and you know obviously she still thinks Tyrell is the real problem because she doesn't know any better. And she's just, you know, this is almost, it could be an ends justify the means of like, no, I'm going to lie to her. I'm going to lose him anyway. So, you know, he's he's not going to forgive me if, if if you know he goes down for this because of what I've done anyway. So I might as well come out early and use it.
0: Yeah, maybe. Uh, my favourite point moment of the scene, though, is at the end where it's just, she tells him about Angela. And she in the specific line she says eventually is, Angela's betraying you. And he says, so have you. Yeah, and that's when we sort of fade out the audio and we just come back and I think it's funny because this episode by its nature doesn't have as much time to do the emotional connection because last week we talked a lot about how good the uh, the emotional story between Elliot and Darlene was and that was kind of the, the heart of the episode and here you feel this hit of it uh, and this is one of the few points where I think you do get an emotional hit because most of the time it's more about just constant you know tension and constant ramping up the, the feeling and the, the danger of what's going on um, but yeah so we we then we we then like you know back the camera up we whip around the front of the crowd and we have a, a CNN report. It actually goes into the CNN as if it's a CNN camera.
1: Yeah, oh, I'll tell you what though the, the shot it follows the the riot police round, mm. and I was like, oh something bad's about to happen here with these police.
0: Yeah, you kind of get that feeling, and you know the the reporter basically just uh, you know covers like oh today this is going on. They're protesting because. Uh, employment's high, they don't trust E Corp, the, the currency changes. Although, the one interesting thing at the end was that one person in particular who she interviewed uh, said that they were protesting because of the UN vote and they feel that E Corp is connected. I wonder if that's important. I wonder if that's going to come back no, up. I,
1: I, I agree. I mean, we we know this is, you know, there's some dark army here. Mm. I'm wondering, did, did she interview one of them? And, she, and then he's just gone, no, oh, because the UN vote, they're connected. You know, kind of just been really honest because because they're not going to really connect it as an answer mm, yeah maybe but maybe i uh, I, d- I did think it was interesting while well, they were going yeah we're not really sure why everyone's here today like there's been protests kind of constantly but this is a really big turnout and... well
0: it, it's setting up because we know that irving's setting up a distraction so well, yeah you get the impression there's always protests but today it's worse because he's set in a number of people to amplify it uh, so, obviously we don't know that yet in the point of the episode, but we don't know from later that that's what's going on.
1: It plays really nicely,
0: here. Uh, so we actually go through the crowd. Uh, and I, I Actually, this is one of those little scenes where I love to imagine what it's like when they're filming it. And I can just see the camera person going through the uh, through the crowd. But as he's doing it, because like, cause they're all really tightly packed, I just love the idea that as soon as they're off camera, everyone behind the camera, they're just sort of like... Just
1: jumping back. F- they're,
0: they're spanning out in like a V like letting them through like that yeah, because they're expecting them. Yeah, yeah. And I just think because even though in the in this scene it feels like he's just sort of squeezing through, but I love the idea that if you actually saw like a bird's eye view of it being filmed, you'd just see the crowd like going like that and opening yeah, yeah. up. Uh but so we get to the front, uh this is where things take a sort of uh, a turn because one of the, the riot police get a bottle to the head and then there's a smoke bomb thrown in and that's when people storm the front. Yeah. This and is we, it.
1: This is where it all kicks off.
0: And we actually follow these rioters that you know call them F Society, call them Dark Army, whatever you want to call them. We follow them in and we actually follow a group of these guys who sort of break their way into the elevator, force an employee to use his card because everything's, you know, like any big uh, you know business, they've got like uh, cards with scanners to like access the elevators and the doors and all the rest. Very normal. I,
1: yeah, and... and- Immediately now, it's like, oh, they're going for something specific. Because, you know, they they go straight and they don't even hesitate when they pick which floor. But
0: well, the is, is, we don't know what the floor is. I mean, we see them press the button, but what I mean is, I don't know, I didn't note down the number. But no,
1: I don't think you can see yeah. the number, but it's just the idea that, that he even, just presses one. It's not random.
0: Yeah, even if you did, though, I don't think you you know that it's Angela's floor. It's not until you get up there. You, you come out, you follow them out, you see them wreck some of the lobby and this floor, and then we go round and we get to Angela's office, and it's like, oh, and again, in hindsight, Irving says, oh, I've sent a distraction, and there's a package at the, the desk for you. And you get, the, oh, so they just brought that in, <laughs> basically. They, they're And yep. the, they're on this floor to make sure that Angela can go out and get it without anyone watching or anyone caring that she's doing it. Um, and, yeah, so, so yeah, we've we switched to Angela. We're, we're over to Angela's side. Things are chaotic. We're on the Mr. Robot side of the plan. Mr. Robot's not here, obviously, but it's kind of like the first half was Elliot, and then Angela's working in place of Mr. Robot for the I, second half like- of the episode.
1: Almost literally, in, in some respects.
0: Oh yeah, 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 we're getting to that. So Jennifer Melvin, he's uh, like, yeah, we've got a, a distraction, uh, Elliot needs to do this, he needs to make a backup of the HSM, uh, which he specifically even says, it's on floor 23. So right away, that's what Elliot was going to as well. It's the same yeah. thing. Um, and basically the way I understand this is that they've realised that Elliot, it, or... It may mean, not even necessarily realize it was Elliot, but they they know that someone put in a block to stop them doing what they doing. So she has to go and kind of manually do it from within the building, and that's what she's going to do. Whereas Elliot was going to presumably make sure it couldn't be taken in any way. Because she goes to make a copy.
1: Yeah, she she goes to make a copy. So it may, it sounded to me like Elliot wanted to get in there and wipe it, whatever it was. Yeah. The, uh, yeah so he just wanted to get rid of this, and she's going. Oh no, let's get the copy. Let's back I, this up.
0: Although I'm sure we're oversimplifying it probably. Oh,
1: definitely. Well, I'm
0: sure we would oversimplifying it, but yeah, so she gets the package, she's told that this is for Elliot, this is for Elliot to do, there's instructions all the hardware that's in there, and of course Irving, we've established before that he doesn't know about the, the, the Elliot having two personalities, he doesn't understand that Elliot may not necessarily be able to do this, and we, we know if, we know if for a fact we know
1: and 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 it's why you know he has
0: no idea that it's elliot that's
1: blocking this
0: yeah but specifically right now we know elliot's running around the building trying to stop this (laughs) like so he's clearly not in a position to be helping with us from their point of view right now Uh, and you can kind of see that angela looks at it and goes oh i can i can do this um so so we follow angela angela now goes to the elevator and there's, there's an extra key card in there with extra access that they've they've prepared for her uh uh, basically, like an internal affairs style, like sort of pass that can survey the whole building. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, they come in and do an inspection, basically.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, well, it's a guy's photo, though, which is, why, which is important later because the guard who notices it is like, hey, that's suspicious. Why have you got this yeah, guy's yeah. pass? Pre-
1: pre- presumably,
0: it was Elliot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she was into the elevator, and I noticed that as soon as we start following her, like the shot gets very, like, dead set on her. She's at very center of the frame. And the music's very pulsing again, but it's a different type of pulsing than before. It's gets get more more of a synthy kind of uh, feel to it.
1: And this it, when this kicked in, I was like, "We're on a heist again."
0: Yeah, this is the thing, yeah. Heist to Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Um, more specifically, this time because we're with Angela and she's trying to steal something, essentially. So she gets an elevator, and again, the UN vote is happening. In fact, at this point, it's actually happening. Like they actually say they're, they're being called upon now to vote. So again, we see progression. We're at that point. Yeah,
1: and I think it was I don't know if it was this time or the time when Elliot was in the uh, the elevator. We get that same music as from the start. Like it comes back in, you know, with the It's, the, with, her. The, the, it's, it's with her. It's yeah. with her, yeah. Um, I thought it was, because then we get you know, we get it with one once with each of them. Yeah. So that was really interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, Elliot calls her on the phone, she ignores it. Um and I, I just noted down here that she makes a choice that she has to do this herself. Um which I mean isn't, isn't that big a deal like, I don't think it's like she knows she doesn't really have an option because Elliot's kind of not going to be there to play ball Um, but I thought it was interesting in the sense that she makes this confident choice and it's almost like an escalation of like that little heist from last year she's now confident enough that she's like okay I can do this let's do this yeah. Um, and she's on her way guard comes in Uh, I didn't know when I was joking about how this was all like representing the entire show up until this point the power goes out for a second and then it comes back on, and I sort of chuckled to myself and wrote down: Does that represent the five nine hack?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just reading into it too much. Uh, but the, the guard gets suspicious because he sees the pass, and he's uh, and I was almost thinking: like, Are you like, if you do have bigger fish to fry right now? There's like rioters like invading the building and running around doing all sorts of things.
1: Yeah, maybe he's smart enough to go. Well, hang on. Maybe maybe you're using this as a cover. Yeah, yeah. That's,
0: I mean that's fair. So I suppose I can't. I mean, you,
1: you can look at him as just being an idiot, and going, "Really, this?" Or you can go, "Well, maybe maybe he's on the ball." Yeah, maybe.
0: Maybe I'll give that. I'll give that to him. There's another character coming up later that I'm not going to give that same excuse to. That's fair. Uh, so we get to floor twenty three, the fabled floor twenty three that we've been building to all episode. We've heard Elliot's trying to go there. Angela's here now. Um, and things are taking a violent turn. Like up here, that the guy's getting attacked because he's actually going to take Angela away. Till like, a,
1: yeah, and she sicks them on him basically,
0: uh, and he gets properly hit uh, on the face. And also from this point on, in this floor, there's constant flashing lights. Like the lights are sort of flickering. There's an alarm going off. Yeah, uh, it's just eh, eh, you know you're on the desk. Starts about to explode. You, you, you kind of get that feeling, um, and. Yeah, so this is actually. So she's very nervous. Obviously, it's very tense because these people are running around, and people actually start chasing her. Um, And you feel like, oh, this is this is dangerous. And she runs. She gets into a door, and this is where the camera goes overhead. We go to a bird's eye shot, and we actually see them see go from room to room. We see like the wall
1: from above. I think this shot is one of the most clever shots in the episode.
0: Almost as if we have like a a, like a, a cut out of the building and we can see from above. And obviously we go from that room to this I'll sort of, I'll say it the middle room, and then we go into the actual server room. But of course, I think i think your favourite part, definitely my favourite part, is when it actually goes beyond the outside of the building and we can see the the the, the, the protest and the riot in yeah. the outside. And obviously we're up high, we're on the 23rd floor, so you get this real sense of vertigo as Angela's in the main part of the room, you know, putting on her gloves and tinkering with the, the computer and yeah. stuff.
1: And, and of course it highlights that, you know, going back to that, you know, the, the, the divide of the 1% and then mm. and the, and the, the many down, like all these many down below, far away, and, you know, they're, they're half the screen and the other yeah. half is, you know, someone up high meddling with things that are affecting all these people.
0: Yeah, and obviously she has fairly noble intentions, but yeah, it's the idea that for better or worse, she's up here tinkering with things that affect them. Like, their entire lives are going to be affected by what she's doing in this room with a computer right yeah. now. Um but again, just, just that, that feeling of vertigo as you see down the side of the building Oh, it's in an there.
1: incredible shot, isn't it? Yeah. I, I mean,
0: if, if I wanted to really nitpick at it, I feel like the wall's a bit too thin for the outside wall.
1: That's fair, but
0: I don't care. I get it. I get why, because the want you have it framed properly and, you know. Yeah. Uh, and obviously there's some effects trickery going on here to pull this off. <laughs> <Because> of
1: course <laughs> there is. Oh, well, yeah, I should really hope so. Um...
0: Otherwise, they had some sort of insane crane.
1: Yeah. And,
0: and they and... cut out part of the building so they could get the camera coming out the wall. <laughs>
1: you never know.
0: Nah. No, they didn't. I <laughs> know no, 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 they didn't. <laughs> no. for, for a start, if they did, there'd be a lot of wind, and Angela's hair would be going all over the place. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the first thing I would point out. Um, gotta, which, they got a windshield, it's fine. Which would actually ruin the scene, because it, then it would be like, why is she having wind in her hair? Because there shouldn't be wind.
1: Yeah, this scene is incredibly tense. Everything's so still and it's not silent because like you say, there's the alarms and the lights but it's so consistent that it just becomes background noise. It becomes the pulse.
0: And it's very methodical because she's there, she's hooking things up, she's got a little devices out, she's going through the drawers and finding things and then she's like, oh... I need a USB, and I loved it. There's all this tech. There's all these little devices she's using. I don't even have names for. I don't know what to call half the shit she's messing around with right now. But the thing that's holding her up is a USB stick, and she has to go back into the other room, which is notable Did you know
1: what cracks me up about the USB stick though? Mm-hmm. The fact that you know Irving said, "Oh, we've provided everything you'll need." No, no USB, USB stick. stick. And uh, I, did, did he just assume oh, Elliot's a tech guy, I love one on him?
0: Yeah, maybe, or maybe maybe it's actually saying something there about. Them missing the little people and the little details, yeah. I don't know, uh, but like, because obviously she was chased into this room before, and she just locked the door behind her. This middle room, and she has to go back out into the middle room to look for a USB stick. And there's a window in this little door, so it's kind of te- you know, it's constantly she's looking around. She's trying. Yeah. She's looking in the drawers. She's lo- She gets a laptop bag eventually, and she gets the the stick. But it like the whole time is very methodical, and it kind of has to be because it's in real time. But you you constantly feel like. Uh, I think that's what I'm most impressed about this episode. You go from the start of the episode, where it's just normal business day, and then it's Elliot on the run, and then the second half of the episode, it's like we're in a post-apocalyptic movie, and there's people running around all over the place who'd, who could hurt her at any time. Well, that's yeah. how it feels. Um, and that, that's when this, uh, this woman pops in, uh, someone else who's running from someone. That's- and... This is where I'm going to criticize that she gets suspicious. She's like, "Oh wait, how did you get in here?" And I'm like, "Really? That's your concern right now? You 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 ran in here to get away from these people? Are you really going to care if she grabbed a card a card off the the guard or something to get in to protect <laughs> yeah. herself?" I, I
1: I think that's that's on Angela's. Or well. she she should have said something. It's like, "No, no, you no. Know, I, I I grabbed this off a guy who was down already. I, I, I was not taking any chances."
0: But but again, I I like uh, that it kind of calls back to that that first little heist where she got kind of nervous halfway through and she had to kind of bullshit her way out of a of a situation yeah. with someone and it was kind of like that here but things were obviously a lot ha- you know
1: heightened well, and, and here she kind of got saved she didn't need to bullshit her way out because shit went wrong
0: yeah uh someone in an F society mask comes running in uh the woman pepper sprays them and then runs out and i love that we actually don't see angela for like a lot of this like as soon as it happens we're on kind of the guy like screaming and he's like ah you bitch and he's like upset and he's he kind of like goes out and he's kind of like can't see anything and then we, we finally spin around as Angela's going back. And I love the idea that we don't see Angela Well, she can't see anything. Because we come back to her and she's kind of like, you know,
1: wiping her wiping eyes. Wiping her eyes. And they're so, a bit puffy and she's yeah. coughing a bit from, you know, the, the, the gas in the air. Which, by
0: the way, the, the fact that her makeup changes so much, you know, and when I say makeup, I mean like the... Like, she goes from being normally made up to... You know having this in her eyes and then look like, she's got a bit of a cut later on it's like because it's all meant to be real time and it's actually kind of presented as one shot it's actually kind of impressive to see the makeup kind of evolve and feel realistic
1: is it, it is i think it's because it never looks like oh there was an edit there where that's where they did the makeup and you go mm. oh suddenly she's got a cut you know it all feels like it, i was like here okay i know the makeup's run and they've changed it here while she wasn't on screen actually remember how i was saying about how
0: seeing the crowd shot and you see it you know split like a v yeah um another thing that really cracks me up is in the elevator when mr robot shows up i love the idea that for that scene christian slater was crouched down in the corner waiting because obviously <laughs> they, they couldn't yeah, see him in yeah. the cameras because the camera's constantly going around in a circle a lot of that elevator scene so he has to be crouched down and then eventually he pops up and he's like he, he's yeah. just
1: lying on the floor yeah
0: uh it just cracks me up the little things they have to do to achieve those moments i
1: i think that's why it's such a an impressive feat to pull this off because of course yeah we're not saying oh it's really one shot but they're still long shots and they have to be meticulously planned and just to do even you know whenever an episode does one of these shots we're we're always you know we we always applaud them for it because you know the the work it takes to do even just you know two minutes of this
0: I think I think what really makes it, what, what justifies it for me, because, like, you could do this at almost any episode and it would probably feel like, oh, why did we do a, a real-time episode there? It justifies it here because we've been talking about Phase 2 for half the season, we've been talking about this UN vote for half the season, and it feels like this is all just about to happen. We're at, you know, we're at two minutes to midnight on the doomsday clock, as it were, and everything's about to go down, so time should slow down, and it feels it really feels we're at that point in the story. Um... And it it really works in that sense. So we're back with Angela, she's vaporized, but she goes back in, she's got a USB stick and she gets things done. Again, very methodical, we see her do all her buttons and have things have things run um and all the rest of it. Constantly so, looking
1: down at the instructions going right, okay, what's the next one?
0: Yeah, she's making sure she's getting it all, all right, all the rest of it. Also, just to go back to her getting her uh getting partially sprayed with the, the pepper spray, uh I just I doubt, down again, getting kinda you know, metaphorical and what does this represent. I like the idea that this kind of represents her views being altered, like her vision's being impaired in some way. Just kind of like how White Rose came in and completely altered her her perspective and said, "Oh, now you're part of this because you see something else." and is It is an indication that White Rose is full of shit. Is it you know? Is it all just smoke? Is it all just a mirage? Yeah, no,
1: it, it could well be. You know, the idea of you know that this change in vision wasn't a good thing, like Angela thinks yeah. it is
0: and just the idea that it's a third party as well that, that, that caused this yeah. um, I kind of it down uh, so she gets all done and she's obviously she's terrified at this point she looks like she's a nervous wreck the acting's really good um, yeah. from her here and uh, it was just this great moment when she gets back out into this middle room she's like oh shit I have to go back through there these guys are actively like hurting people like I might get hurt and she sees the mask on the floor and I just get this big grin across my face and then she pulls off like a. She just you don't really quite see what it is at first. She grabs off like a, some clothing from like a, a coat hanger or whatever, mm. and as she's putting it on. I'm like, that's a black hoodie. She's basically just going to dress up as Elliot with the mask yeah. on, and I, I got really excited. I don't know why, but for some reason Elliot, but with the the blonde hair sticking out, was really it was it was like just such an image. It was like a just just something like I feel like. It's very obvious what it's saying here. She has become this. She has become what Elliot was before. She's yeah. now taking up this fight. is that it's yeah, a very well, obvious thing.
1: We, we were talking about how you know she was literally standing in for Elliot in you know in this scene that she's just done because you know it was supposed to be Elliot yeah. doing all this work and it's it's her instead. And now she li- just becomes him physically as well as you know literally.
0: I can almost see the end of this season, like uh, uh, Oliver Elliot saying to us, "You knew all along, didn't you? But you're going to make me see it." She is Mr. Robot. <laughs> I can almost see it. I can almost see it. Yeah. Um. But you not know, everything with her in that mask walking down that hall slowly. And again, at this point, actually, I noted down some interesting things here. Uh, The alarm now had like a voice. Like it was, you know, kind of like how at the end of a Resident Evil game where it would be like, oh, self-destruct in three minutes kind of thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But what I noted down specifically about the voice that I thought was very interesting uh, is it says this is an emergency please stay on your floor and i just thought hmm i just there's the idea that everything's breaking down and the the over i mean it's just a computer but the overlord of the building is like no stay in your place your designated place in society stay where you're supposed to be don't step out of bounds that's kind of what it feels like and i love the idea that she's not in her floor she, she's she's sneak, snuck off to this other place to go and do something she's not supposed to
1: and, and the, uh, John, i hope she kind of puts together you know the, we talk about how you know in stage two they're gonna you know explode the building and she you know she's like oh are they, are they gonna evacuate people you know has is, is it been evacuated?
0: And she, she asks that again, to Irving. Yeah. yeah, but
1: but we see here you know from this voice that during an emergency they don't recommend evacuation. They go just stay where you are. It's fine. We'll deal with it. That's
0: that's true. Uh, of course, the upside for them is that Elliot's already. I mean, Elliot put in that call made of save people's lives. It but might like, well,
1: assuming they took him seriously enough. Yeah. Um
0: with a bit of luck they did but I, I think that's interesting that Irving didn't give a shit and he doesn't care but he's even he's saying oh that's already happened Angela and maybe he's actually telling the truth there maybe he's already heard that it's been evacuated because he only put in that call he may actually know that at that point yeah no he might but you know what he's like he's a, he's a lying little scumbag but no this entire shot of her coming down and then like the, the moment that she pauses and sees the other F Society person and then it, there's just a moment of pause and then he starts wrecking shit again and it's just like yeah and then she stands and waits for the elevator, and you just see behind her all the chaos, and she's just waiting there. And again, you feel like
1: you just waiting for someone to burst out and you, stop her. Yeah, either.
0: you're waiting for someone to burst out. You're, you're, you you just, you're, you're in her head at this moment where she's surrounded by this chaos, and she's trying to fix it, but she's kind of culpable in it happening in the first place. But did you notice the uh, other main thing that happened before the elevator?
1: I don't have anything written down.
0: We see someone in the background.
1: Oh, I didn't catch this, no, to
0: be honest. We see Elliot. Oh, really? He runs past. He's running to the server room. You see him bolt past in the direction she just...
1: know oh, uh, I, I, I'll be honest, I missed that.
0: Yeah. Uh, you, you see him just bolt down towards the server room, so sort of where she'd came from. Um, mm. And it's almost like he's running there to try and do it. And obviously, like, you could say, oh, how did he get back in? Well, he get back in because people were flooding in <laughs> downstairs, like... We're in yeah. chaos. Like, of course, I, get I back think in. that's an easy answer. That yeah. one, honestly. I, um, I, I,
1: it's obviously you know, we we see him at the end, and I, I didn't even question how he got back in the exactly, building because yeah. it, it told us.
0: Yeah, yeah. There was enough things going on. That I buy completely that he was. He just sort of snuck back in again with everyone else. Yeah. Um, so she's she's in the elevator. Um, interesting thing here. Did you notice? she's so obviously she's very scared. She takes off the mask and the hoodie. She's just she, relieved she, just to get it off. Yeah, but she looks. She still looks terrified. She still looks very you know high, strong, emotional. Uh, did you notice what was written in the wall behind her? No. Uh, that, that This wasn't graffiti. This was uh, just like a, you know, a slogan or something. Or like a, you know, like a motivational line that a company would right. have on their thing. And it just said, still on your side.
1: Mm, okay.
0: Is that like, is she still really on Elliot's side? Uh, that said though, what, what was notable as well is that the graffiti that was there too had scored a line through it.
1: Yeah. Okay, that's, that's very interesting. So, she, you know, it's essentially not still on your side.
0: Yeah. So you could read it both ways. You could read it, you know, that she is still on his side, or you could read the line going through it as, no, no, she wasn't.
1: It, you can almost read it as Elliot's, the one that graffitied the line. It's like, you know, still on your side. <laughs> no, you're not.
0: Or, or is it, but that's the thing, is it referring to Elliot's side?
1: That's the question. Oh, of uh, course, yeah. I, I understand yeah. that because that's what we're on yeah. there. But no, the, the obvious implication is, you know, could it be, you know, she, her still on their side, you know. When you are know, talking mm. about, you know, with, you know, does she believe that they've evacuated people? Does does you know them learning that they didn't, assuming that if if they didn't take Elliot seriously enough and people die, and she goes, "You didn't evacuate this." Does this make her disillusioned?
0: Yeah, I think it's a similar to Arc because we've talked about a lot about this season how she's had a very similar past to Elliot, and it makes sense she's going through a very similar arc, and I wonder. Kind of like how after he went to prison and then went, no, wait, this is bad. I don't want phase two to happen. Does she go through that same kind of phase after this where, oh shit, I helped this start and it's not really what I thought it was? It's not helping the way I thought it would. I have to then help Elliot so, say. So, a- a-
1: Elliot's 5'9, you know, for, for Angela, stage two is that? It, yeah, basically. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, But
0: she's just running a little bit behind. Like, maybe maybe not. I mean, but that's... It,
1: it, in, it, assuming that did happen you know just you know let's go with that idea and she gets this same regret that that elliot has do we get them teaming up to fight again next season i, I think it's a possibility yeah yeah uh, i'm down for it make it makes sense like you say you know her arc's just running a little bit behind
0: um yeah uh on the phone with irving he's like wait what? you know he's like wait, what were you? you were there why are you even on that floor it wasn't supposed to be you uh and so on and she's like oh i had to do it elliot's you know it's a riot i couldn't find them your, your distraction was overkill and of course i think there's maybe a little bit to read into his line where he's like oh we just let
1: the fuse we can't control the explosion there's other people in there now as well yeah it's 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 the the rinsing their hands of responsibility it's like yeah, yeah i mean yeah sure we, we we played a part of the start but nah, not really our problem
0: yeah yeah uh and i just i know because he says uh oh, so, so did you do everything then that was on the instructions and she's like yeah and he gets a little bit you know worried that maybe she didn't but what, what the, my alternate way of reading that line is when he's asking oh did you do everything on those instructions i, I was almost hearing so we don't even need Elliot anymore then is that what you're saying
1: i thought I I t- I t- I t- two two ways is you know it's like are you sure you've done this i'm not sure that you, uh, you can be trusted to have got that right yeah. and you know he's worried that you know, whatever happened isn't enough alternatively it's going oh you're suddenly much more useful than i thought you were
0: See, this is the thing. I actually was thinking about this. Uh, I think because like they they predicted that they might have to do something inside, right? If if Mister Robot was aware of that, I mean, we know Mister Robot was with her all weekend. He stayed there. Yeah. I wonder if like because we know Angela like needed help before with things like this when she did this, you know, the the, the heist if you want to call it that in, in last season. Oh, you
1: think maybe they went through a bit of prep
0: yeah i i think mr robot maybe almost trained her for this so that the instructions like what if mr robot was actually the one who wrote the instructions <laughs> and he he, he oh, talked her through is. it before and that's why she's so confident I i don't know it's just, uh, just I don't know. that that
1: that would make sense i think uh, you know one of the most interesting things for me about this whole idea is Irving has no idea she's gotten Elliot fired he thinks Elliot's still in the building he thinks he's still got his job ah oh, sure yeah like you know, uh she she's revoked his access got him kicked out but that's not the plan. That's her. Yeah. In in the same way when she was talking to Price and said, "Oh, it was personal," and we thought, "Yeah, but is it? Is it just at the at the request of you know the Dark Army?" It doesn't seem to be.
0: Hmm. And was well, there to be fair. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It is just her request. So yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah.
1: it was actually personal when she said that.
0: Um. And I wonder if you know part of that's even just making him not a culprit, like as as part of that her watching out for him
1: and not wanting him to be implicit in this. ah, oh, it could well be, yeah. I don't know. Um, the, the idea that she knows it's Mr. Robot, is like, well, you know, I don't have to drag Elliot into this. Hmm. And she gets
0: back to her floor, and she gets out, and everything's in chaos. Like, you know, there's graffiti all over the walls, lights are flickering, chairs are turned over, lamps are on the floor, you know, all, all that kind of thing. Just, you know, like I say, post-apocalyptic almost, in the way it feels. <laughs> and I, I just noted down, it's, it's kind of like... Uh, her world has changed because of what she's done. Uh, again, going back to representing the whole show, this episode is that she can't really go home again. She has, she much like Elliot going through his change. She's kind of altered. She can't just go back she's, to the way she's things dragged were. dragged
1: herself into it as well. Like yeah, you know, she, she she she's sat where she's eaten.
0: Yeah, if you want to put it that way. But just the, the, the idea that she's altered everything. Her world is completely changed, and she can't go back to the way it was. No matter how much she might want to. Yeah. Um and she doesn't look particularly like enthusiastic about it either. She looks terrified. This entire scene, like obviously, uh, uh, a food eating guy from the elevator. <laughs> he's he's there to like pick up the uh, the, the data. He, he, he,
1: he's, he's from the red wheelbarrow, right? Well, he's from the
0: play. Yeah, he's from the phase two building. Yeah, uh, yeah. he's always in the elevator eating the, the red wheelbarrow food. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he gives her a bag of. Well, I mean, probably food. I don't know. Maybe there's something else in it. But he's
1: eating a, a damn fine looking burger.
0: Yeah, and he gives her this food and takes the stuff off her. And she's just left there, and I like that this scene once she gets out of the elevator as well to sort of add to this this feeling of a uh, almost melancholy of what she's created. Is uh, there's this sort of almost uh, what what did I call it? I called it a synthetic um, uh, organ. Yeah, I was just trying to think of the instrument there. You know, a, a church organ, yeah. but synth. Yeah, that's yeah, what it's yeah, kind yeah, of sounded like. I know, I know what you want that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was kind of like you know like a funeral esque kind of like almost eulogy kind of moment for her past life. It's gone. Do you know what I really wanted
1: here? I wanted her to open the bag of food and it to be the ribs, you know, from Irving. The well, idea is like, oh, no, no, you're the same as me now.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, and then she's obviously, she goes around the corner and we're following her, we're dead set in her face, and then we just hear the, the, the kind, kind of like how we started the episode where we didn't see her and we just heard her voice come into the scene. We don't see him and we just hear his voice. We hear Elliot say Angela, and then we just get that, you know, two shot of the two of them and is, is there something you want to tell me and you know that's, a, that's where we cut that's that's a big moment
1: i, I think what something that really started me at this end shire here is it doesn't last as long as you think it's going to like you know it gets on the shot you know the the side-by-side shot of the two of them he says his line and then it almost immediately cuts to the credits it doesn't linger on that shot at all
0: hmm i, I think um well, again, going back to the emotional impact, I think the two emotional points is when he talks to Darlene and then this moment at the end when he talks to Angela and you kind of feel the betrayal. Like, he, he like he feels betrayed and I think she looks terrified of having to admit this to him, like of actually having to tell him. I think, and I, again, the idea that she came home, like, even though her, this floor's not her home, just an idea that represents that, she comes back to her floor and Elliot's waiting at home for her. He's waiting at her office. Like, this is her home, you know, in terms of representation's sake. And he's there because he comes from her home. He's part of that world for her, and he's there. He's standing, surrounded by the chaos she's affected this world, and she's going to have to answer for what she's or part in this. And but again, you could also you could also look kind of, I at mean, kind of a sweet way. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a confrontation about what she's done, but you could almost look at this as a sweet way of like he'll always be there waiting for her at home. Like he's always going to kind of be around for her in some way.
1: Um, okay, I see what you're saying. It reads a lot more threatening. It's like I, it's more. I'm here. Whether you like it or not, I know where you live.
0: I, no, I don't think it reads threatening. I wouldn't go that no, far.
1: No, no, When I say threatening, more like you know, she can't run away from this because you know, it's like he's like, no, I know, I know where you live. You've got to deal with this. You know, we. Oh, you know. oh
0: sure. But I, I think I think it's both because the the idea that you have to like be honest with who, who you know at home, like the people you're closest to. You have to be honest to them. Those are the people you have to kind of yeah. fetch your sins to.
1: Um, and I just shortened and confessed to Fess. I apologise for that. I, I hate myself for it. <laughs> I, you know, I I think it's interesting we talk about this as you know Angela's home and you know you know Elliot like oh you know he he knows where it is. He he'll be there, but uh, he didn't know Darlene's home. Like you know she's got that new place with the FBI. Like you know that's where she's been living. He had no idea that was hers. It's huh? this idea that you know. That, that's how disconnected he was from her you know he didn't even know where she lived compared to this where it's like you know yeah you know, and they're not, not physically obviously but you know like he's at the heart of her place
0: yeah um i like it i, I like i like what it's doing here and I, I like the idea that for better or worse he's there which is why i'm saying you can read it both ways i, I think it is intentionally both i think oh yeah, yeah yeah he's there right now where you have to confess because you know he's the it's kind of like yeah, sure, if you've done something wrong when you're a kid and you go home, it's like, oh, your dad's going to be waiting there to like, rage you out for it and be like, hey, you did something bad, you have to answer to me for this. But at the same time, when you're in need of trouble, he's still going to be at home waiting to help you. Yeah. Unless you have a shit dad, of course. But uh, for my for, for my analogy here, uh, we're talking about a loving father who, yeah, he'll get you into trouble when he needs to, but he will be there to for you yeah, when so you need him as Yes, let's assume
1: it's how it's supposed to be. Yes,
0: exactly. Um, so... No, a big big emotional climax for the end of the episode. Uh, It all kind of comes crashing together, uh, and I am fascinated by where we're going next episode. Fascinated.
1: Yeah, this was a fantastic episode. Really fantastic.
0: Yes, I. It's funny because I I think, um, like when it comes to comparing this to other episodes, I think it's funny because I think other episodes have a lot more emotional connection. Whereas this is pure, like for the
1: most of it, it is
0: is purely this action, this
1: yeah, this but tension. it's play into what it's supposed to be. It's like, it's going, oh, of course, yeah. Look, we we are still gonna give you the emotional beats when we need them, but it's like, but I know we 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 can give you emotional stuff next week. We can give you we'll but, but, give you we we'll gave you, we'll you some last
0: week. Uh, what I'm saying is though, is choosing to do it this way, it isn't just a straight kind of. You, you would never wish they always did this, partly because it would get dull having to do this every. Maybe that's why twenty four kind of loses its steam after a while, but par- partly because. It would it would lose its effect if doing it, if you doing it all the time. But I think it's also a trade off. It's not just a case of oh, this is better. It's not just better because there's a lot of things we lose because and, we do this.
1: Uh, yeah, and we can only say it's better on the idea that we're building off ideas that are established in those previous episodes. Yeah, because I wouldn't I
0: wouldn't even necessarily say this is my favorite episode of the season.
1: I think it uh, it's tough. it's definitely the my favorite to watch. Yeah, because you know, it, you know it, it's such a. A thrilling mm. watch when you you just to to experience, but I don't know if it's my favorite in terms of necessarily what it's doing, what it's saying.
0: Yeah, uh, like, I think the first episode actually makes still be my favorite of the season so far.
1: That, that's the one that's got my head going the most, definitely.
0: Um, and that's, that's not, I'm not trying to be down this, episode. I'm I'm trying to say that it just doesn't win the points because it's it's doing this unique thing. I, I think looking at it, it has a lot of its own things that it's doing fantastically, but because of it's doing it this way, it's losing some of the things that other regular episodes may have instead. Um, and we end up with, it is but because they work together because I, I think that's also what i'm trying to say here is is that it's part of a whole piece of a puzzle i think on its own it's meaningless uh but with everything else as part of the story when we go back to a more normal stale episode next week everything's going to fit together like which you
1: know. I, I think is very interesting given this episode is you know it's two separate pieces elliot and angela and then it ends with them coming and being one whole at the end
0: that's the theme of this show, though. T- two sides to the same it thing. Is. Duality, Twin Peaks, if you will.
1: <laughs> you can't help yourself, can you? That's just like it's, twice. It's too easy.
0: Things, it's too easy. I yeah. mean, hey, it's not like I'm referencing the hit television show Buffer the Vampire Slayer. No,
1: no, 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 no. You you can't have that one. That one doesn't count.
0: What counts or d- doesn't count about it? I say it, and you get annoyed.
1: That's that's all that matters. <laughs> but there's no, there's, there's no actual reference to lead into that. That's just you saying it. You could do that every time. You could go, oh hey, remember this hit show? That, that doesn't count. Hey, you were complaining about me making a reference to
0: something and then I said, well at least I'm not referencing this thing I usually reference. That's as good as connection as any. You set me up. There was no opportunity, there was no avenue, and then you presented it. You rolled out the red carpet and you said, hey, have it.
1: That was more bullshit than Elliot spewed in that conference room.
0: You could, you could learn a thing or two from me. Not about the hacking and stuff—I don't know anything about that. But, <laughs> yeah, no, Christ. But bullshitting, no. Could learn, <laughs> learn a few, learn a few tricks. Uh, so no, that—that that was uh, our exciting, action-packed episode of yeah, Mister yeah.
1: Robot. I, I, I'll tell you something it did make me notice about this season. i am loving this season. Don't get me wrong. I am missing Elliot and Mister Robot interacting, and that elevator scene with the two of them, even though you know it wasn't even real. Just you know, the two of them playing off each other—I've missed that. I mean, I just think that the, the the two of them have such great chemistry when they're, when they're bouncing around off each other. And obviously this season, by, by its nature of them being separate and, you know, more further apart than ever, we don't get that. We get, like, delayed interactions, leaving messages for each other almost.
0: Yeah, I don't feel the same way. I actually, partly because that's all we had with Elliot last season, for the most part, was him with Mr. Robot interacting. I actually like that this is doing the complete opposite.
1: No, i like it still i just miss it in some ways
0: i'm not i'm not feeling that yet anyway i'm not like we had two seasons of that constantly so i'm not particularly no, uh, that, that,
1: that's fair i get it i just... right now I just, I really enjoy their dynamic, so I, it's kind of a, a little bit of a loss that I don't I, get. I'm
0: actually way more excited about the fact that we've got Angela interacting with Mr. Robot, and we've oh, got... Oh, that's
1: thrilling as well, don't it, And right?
0: we've got other characters interacting with either of them that, that you know, or, you know the fact that Mr. Robot's more out in the open to other characters this season is so exciting to me. Oh, it definitely is. Uh, but I,
1: I think it's, you know, you were saying how this episode, it's a, it's a trade-off, you know, we gain some things by doing it this way, but we mm. don't get some of the other stuff. This season's the same as a whole. Like you know, we gain many things, like you know those things you just listed, but I lose a little something as well. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't think in this case though, it's an easier trade-off because we've had so much of it. Like I'm not as no,
1: no, 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 no it's definitely fair. So... But I just I, I really appreciate this short burst of it. Just just to um, remind
0: me, I'm sure we'll have it again by the end of the season. Oh, um,
1: if not the end of the season, I expect it next season.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, or whatever status quo we get. It wouldn't surprise me if for next season they somehow put Mr. Robot in a robot body and we have we actually have them interacting.
1: That 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 might be a bit too out there for some people. I mean I'm I'm all down for it, don't get me wrong. Let's do it.
0: I'm not saying it'll be an Android that looks like Christian Slater I'm saying it'll be like just a robot body with a little T V screen at the top with Christian Slater's head on it.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I just what I what I really want is you know that that TV in the elevator. Ah yeah. yeah. I just saw Christian Slater on that all the time. Uh, that, could, uh, that could work. Also, we we didn't actually mention the 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 UN vote, like the which way it went.
0: Oh yeah yeah uh, that was the last time we we're in the elevator with Angela. We see that it's went through. Uh, you know, Mr Zhang's getting what he wants. It's happening. Oh, yeah. And um, We also see that because of this, the, uh, the the talk show host guy is already starting to spin this into, oh, we are we are we are, we are in dire straits. We need Trump. We need Trump. Like, yeah,
1: we're a laughing stock.
0: Because that's what he told. That's Zhang told him to start pushing Trump. So he's pushing Trump. So it's basically just you know, kind of taking that forward and doing what, what they set up. But. but
1: it did it in a really nice way. Of this makes sense in context of mm. where this is showing at me. It's not just in my face. It's like, oh, I I get what this is saying. This is extra things for me. But for you know Angelo or whoever else was in the elevator. I think it was Angelo just this time. But mm. in general, whoever it could have been, to them this is just this guy spewing his opinion.
0: Yeah. Oh, obviously, yeah. Tell, we know it's an agenda, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so there you go, that that has been uh, Mr Robot this week. So obviously let us know what you think of the episode in the comments below. More thoughts and theories, all that kind of stuff. Uh get us on Twitter at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash TV. You can do that over there. But that is that is us. So thank you once again guys. Um Ma I need to I need to eat, I'll I'll tell you that right now. Uh that is that's what's happening next. So thank you guys. Keep watching TV. Have you got any vanilla?